Welcome to the Ag Future Podcast, presented by Alltech. Join us as we explore the future of farming, food, and nutrition. Dr. Kat Bellia, owner of Bellia Veterinary Consulting, is a veterinarian with extensive knowledge and skills combining real-life animal husbandry with epidemiological perspectives of animal and public health challenges. Dr. Bellia joins us from Volacella, Belgium, and thank you for being with us. Thank you. And let's go right into the subject of pig production. Is, is antimicrobial use in pig production a real threat? Well, all antimicrobial use has the potential to select for an increased antimicrobial resistance in bacteria. And antimicrobials are really vital to humans and animals to protect against bacteria that can cause disease or death. And antimicrobial resistance is threatening the efficacy of these valuable drugs to treat bacterial disease. I mean, even the WHO stated in 2014 that antimicrobial resistance situations is so serious that we are entering a post-antibiotic era in which common infections and minor injuries can kill. And this is far from being an apocalyptic fantasy. It's a very real possibility for the 21st century. And this is not just some journalist writing up some fearful scenario. This was the WHO. So it is a real threat. Antimicrobial resistance in pig production is usually a consequence of decades of antibiotic use for disease prophylaxis or growth promotion. And antibiotics administered to pigs are not completely absorbed by the animals. If you're giving an antibiotic to an animal, 30 to 90% of those antibiotics are actually excreted through the urine or feces. And these antibiotics can reach the soil through medical wastes also, improper drugs, or even from dust from pens and barns. And these antibiotic residues, they can also impact the environment and disturb this delicate ecological balance. Antibiotic-resistant bacteria may also spread into the environment through other, other mechanisms. Antibiotic-resistant bacteria may also spread to humans through the food or through the environment. And these antibiotic-resistant genes, they don't just disappear if we stop using antibiotics. They tend to linger around. They're easily created, but they don't tend to disappear quickly. And therefore, we need to do everything not to increase this pool of resistance genes that can spread between different types of bacteria. Because these resistance genes, they can spread from bacteria that are not dangerous and just hang around in our guts to those bacteria that are really causing even disease and death. And if those resistance genes land on bacteria that cause death, well then we have a bacterial disease that can't be treated and we may die from them. So resistance is dangerous. So antibiotic resistance is also an increasing challenge on many pig farms because they're kind of noticing that the old, good old antibiotics are not working any longer because bacteria become resistant to them. So they use newer and newer antibiotics. And some of these newer antibiotics is what the WHO now are calling critical antibiotics, those that we want to maintain to treat humans against dangerous disease. So we're building up resistance to all of these new antibiotics. And the problem is there's really no new antibiotics created today. The pharmaceutical industry has really stopped investing in research and development of new antibiotic drugs. So we're running out of good drugs to treat bacteria. You have noted that herd-level immunity, individual pig gut health and systemic immunity, nutritional status and stress levels, and environmental conditions all interact. Why is it important to understand these interactions? 
Yeah. Well, no animal, organ, or even cell work in isolation. They all work closely together and hopefully in harmony, and they all influence each other. So an, a pig, furthermore, is living within a very complex, complex production system where you have various factors that can influence its health and productivity. So unless you take the whole system into account and evaluate this whole system, you, you don't really know what is the cause of a disease or why the pig is not doing well, because you may think that he's suffering from a disease, but it's really the disease is a consequence of the production system. And our production systems have not really been optimized for what the pig needs. They have been to a large extent been optimized to what we want from the pig. And therefore, we are trying to adapt the pig to our production system, production systems instead of adapting our systems to the pig. And this is creating a problem, and one of the solutions to this problem has been to medicate with antibiotics. What challenges do antibiotics pose to the gut health of pigs and livestock? Well, antibiotics can prevent bacteria from reproducing or destroying bacteria. And these antibiotics, they don't differentiate between the bacteria that are good for the body and those that are potentially harmful. And some antibiotics, they work on different targets of the bacteria, and some can work against a lot of bacteria types, and others work just against a few. But many of these antibiotics being used in the feed and the pig production for extended periods of time, they have what we call a broad spectrum. They work against a lot of different bacteria. An example of such is tetracycline. And these antibiotics, they can modify the gut flora, and they create a less diversity of the bacteria in the gut. And therefore, many of these good bacteria that are helping us in many different ways are killed, in addition to also that some harmful bacteria are killed. But when the good, good gut flora is destroyed, then the pathogenic bacteria, the harmful bacteria, they have a bigger chance to reproduce and attack the intestinal lining, maybe even invade the body and cause disease. So this is essential. It's really essential to create a good microbial flora in the pigs. And uh, these antibiotics can actually work against us in that way. Globally, farmers are now showing that it is possible to reduce antimicrobial use without sacrificing performance and health. A key focus has been placed on gut health. Why are gut and intestinal health in pigs so important? Well, a healthy gut is a key to a healthy animal. The gut is responsible for digestion and absorption of nutrients that is necessary for the whole body to function properly. And through the food ingested, the pig gets energy, macronutrients, micronutrients, to fuel and support the functions of every single cell in the body. So if the gut is not working, then the whole pig will suffer. And it is in the gut that the immune system encounters many potential pathogens, that is, harmful bacteria, and these need to be stopped before they start destroying the intestinal linings or invade the body. So in the gut, we have actually the most immune cells of the whole body. This immunity has high requirements for energy and nutrients and must be in top shape for protecting the pig. Again, so if you don't have a good gut health, then the immune system doesn't have enough energy to do a good work. And a healthy gut, furthermore, has a commensal microflora of bacteria that participate in digestion of many nutrients. They even create vitamins and they create other components needed by the body. This healthy gut microflora also prevents pathogens to grow and invade intestinal cells. 
This microflora shows a high level of diversity and every bacteria species influences each other. So the healthy gut microflora is also critical to a healthy gut. What do you think would be the best measures to reduce antibiotic use? Well, I like the holistic approach. So the best measures to decrease antibiotic use is to optimize the production system and better nutrition to better meet the pig's basic needs. A first step is then to create awareness of the consequences of our antibiotic medication system and motivate the people to change. And it's important for producers to understand that reducing antibiotic use can be made without compromising the health of the animals or their productivity. But it requires an evaluation of the whole production system and nutrition to identify the weaknesses in every single system because every single system we enter is different. The easiest part to change is, I would think, nutrition for the pig and make sure that it's correct for every single stage of its life, and that the pig is not exposed to high levels of bacteria or mycotoxins in the feed and the water. Thereafter, we are starting at looking at management changes and housing changes to meet the physiological needs of the animals and protect them from disease from within the unit and from outside the unit. And that is also called biosecurity, and that is very important. And thereafter, you need to start looking at how can we boost immunity so that the pig is better able to meet all the challenges. And uh, among the farms that you are working with, what percentage reduction do you think is realistically achievable? Many farmers, I would say most farmers across the world, are still using a lot of antibiotics prophylactically to prevent disease, or they're using it for growth promotion. And I believe that all of that use can stop. Um, there again, there has to be a motivation of the producer to change. But in general, if we go into a farm, a realistic goal that we usually can see without too much of a challenge, is a 50% reduction in antimicrobial use already within the first year. And what are the components that should be included in any antibiotic reduction program? It's called an antibiotic reduction program. And there was a philosopher in 1850 that said, if you don't record it, you can't improve it, or if you don't. So you have to have an antibiotic use registration system, and you have to evaluate this. So it's not enough just to jot down a few notes in a, a little book somewhere. You have to evaluate it. And thereafter, you have to set targets. And then you have to say, how can I achieve this reduction with those targets? Well, then you need to look at the appropriate nutrition for every single stage of production. And all the different pigs based upon where they are, how old they are, and what system are, have different needs. You have to have an appropriate nutrition. You have to have also very good quality feed, low microbial levels, low mycotoxin levels. And then you need to look at the management levels. How are you moving the pigs around the system? Are you weaning them too young? Are you stressing them at different phases by mixing litters and so on? So management systems are very important. Housing systems need to evaluate it. Many times, we are having pigs in old systems where are really not optimized for holding them, and we may need to consider maybe rebuilding on a long-term scale, making sure we have all-in-all-out systems. And then a very important part is biosecurity. Biosecurity is really called disease protection. And you need to protect the animals from diseases that are found inside the users, and that's called internal biosecurity. And you also need to protect the pigs from diseases that maybe are not on the farm but could be introduced with animals, with vehicles, with people, and that's external biosecurity, and that's very important. You also need to be able to correctly diagnose and treat the clinical diseases in the best way. 
it's not always that people understand what they're seeing and how they should be best treated. And of course, we have the alternatives to antibiotics are valuable tools to support health and productivity. We have products that can improve the, the microflora in the gut and, and decrease, increase the strength of the, the gut lining, such as actogen and biomass. We have alternatives to boost immunity. Vaccines, for example, are very vital to protect the pigs against many diseases. Organic minerals are very important in order to boost the immune system and help the immune system work optimally. So all of those components are appropriate and, and very important that you consider in a program. You have suggested that the goal to reduce antibiotic use should be rephrased to a goal to produce healthy production systems. How do producers look at this challenge as an opportunity instead of a threat? Well, I think for that exact reason, health is not a threat. That is something we all strive for, whether healthy bodies, healthy business, healthy ecosystems, and healthy planets. And producers are more and more realizing that diseases are costly, and furthermore, there is no joy in working with sick animals. And honestly, I have yet to meet a pig producer that tells me that he or she wants to use antibiotics. It's rather they believe it's necessary to prevent disease. But when we start showing that we can remove the antibiotics without suffering productivity losses or increased diseases, then they start seeing the possibility of moving towards a more sustainable production. Can you expand on the practical measures a pig operation could implement to develop a healthy production system? I would recommend that any pig producer that wants to develop a healthy production system seek out a team of experts, consultants, nutritionists, veterinarians that can evaluate the whole system. That is what we call a whole herd audit. And this audit usually takes at least a day. Based upon this initial audit, there will be various points to address, whether in housing, management, nutrition, and disease treatment. And based upon this first audit, you start setting up a concrete plan of what major issues to address and achievable targets. And all people involved in production, as well as nutritionists and veterinarians, need to be involved in the antimicrobial reduction plan. And once you've set up this plan and you start implementing it, it's really important you have a very good follow-up. Therefore, you should have regular audits to monitor the progress, create accountability for efforts, and to set up new achievable targets as necessary. Altec has actually developed such a holistic antimicrobial reduction audit and any pig producer that is interested should just contact their local Altic representatives uh, to have this done. What is the future of antibiotic use in the pig industry? I hope that um, the pig industry will move towards reducing antibiotics very quickly so that the, the consumers are not forcing them to completely ban all antibiotics. The future of antibiotic use, as I see it, is that antibiotics will be available for individual treatment of sick pigs, or certain metaphylactic use in exceptional cases. But all prophylaxis or regular continual use, such as growth promotion, is stopped. In the past couple of years, we've seen some significant increases in the presence of mycotoxins in haylage, barlage, silage. Why are mycotoxins important to consider when we're talking about antibiotic reduction? Uh, mycotoxins produced by various modes in unfavorable conditions, and as you mentioned, we see them more and more emerging in all our feed sources. And they're very toxic compounds, and they can impact both immunity and health. 
And there are various types of mycotoxins present in most feeds in various levels. And we have seen in audits of many pig producers that an underlying reason for poor health and productivity is due to a high level of mycotoxin exposure. And what kind of effects uh, do mycotoxins actually have on pigs? That is one of the problems that people don't realize that they have a mycotoxin challenge in their production because the signs are very subtle and diffuse and various symptoms that the producer does not recognize. Some of these symptoms are, for example, poor feed efficiency, suboptimal growth, digestive distress, various disease problems, and poor reproductive performance. And many mycotoxins are strong immune suppressors, and that's one of the reasons why we see more and more disease and that the pigs are susceptible to disease. The, all of these mycotoxins, there are very, very many, have different mode of actions, but there's seldom just one mycotoxin present in the feed. There's usually multiple. And they, when they're working together, sometimes they can have an additive effect, but maybe sometimes they even have a multiplicative effect. And since the gut and the gut-associated immune system they're the first ones to encounter these mycotoxins. And we've talked about the importance of gut health in the antimicrobial reduction audits and programs. It's therefore essential to address this risk in an antimicrobial reduction program. We have often seen on, in our antimicrobial reduction audits uh, that when we go in and we address this mycotoxin challenge in the feed through the inclusion of a good broad-spectrum mycotoxin binders such as mycosorb, then we see reduction in many of these subtle symptoms and improved productivity. What consumer demands are driving significant changes in the industry? Well, consumers have high demands on the industry. Today's consumers want to have food from animals rendered in sustainable, animal-friendly system, and they also want to have uh, food from animals that have not been medicated with an antibiotics. Consumers are actually expressing increasing concerns about the antimicrobials being fed antibiotics for all of part of their life. And we have seen in several places that consumers are actually willing to pay a higher price for meat produced without antibiotics. Animal welfare is another area that has a very high importance for consumers. And measures such as tail docking and castration, they're increasingly questioned. And since these interventions in many systems are coupled with an antibiotic injection, then systems where castration and tail docking is not necessary will reduce antimicrobial use. Tail docking has been performed to reduce the incidence of tail biting in group-housed pigs. But if the animal environment is improved, it is possible to rear pigs with their intact tails, as is the case in Sweden where tail docking is banned. An improved group housing system will reduce antimicrobial use in growing pigs. And also another area is the group housing for gestating sows so they don't, don't stand locked up in small crates all their life. This is also highly desirable by consumers. And this optimizes the health and strength of these sows so they can rear healthier piglets. And as such, all of these animal welfare re requests of consumers contribute to healthy animals that do not need antibiotics. Dr. Kat Bellia of Belia Veterinary Consulting in Volacella, Belgium. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Ag Future Podcast, presented by Alltech. For show notes and more episodes, visit alltech.com forward slash agfuture.